This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Joel Schaub at Guaranteed Rate. As a realtor, it's important to partner with only the most trusted name in mortgage lending. Joel has thousands of satisfied clients and gives $1,500 of his commission back to your buyers on every closing. He is known for his ability to close even complex deals start to finish in only 14 days. To learn what thousands of others already know, make a note to call Joel at 773-654-2049 or email joel at rate.com. Guaranteed Rate is an equal housing lender license in all 50 states consumer access number 2611 and now on with the show Everyone to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today, once again, is our monthly series called Learn with a Lender with Joel Schaub from Guaranteed Rate. Now, Joel is the vice president of lending at Guaranteed Rate, and he's been doing loans at a high level since 2003. Has got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction. Last year alone, Joel gave gave back over $291,000 in closing costs to buyers who worked with him, which put Joel's volume in the top one-tenth of 1% of all lenders nationwide. In fact, out of 400,000 loan officers in the country, Joel's currently ranked number 137. Last year, he closed over or he closed 535 transactions, his highest amount ever, uh, which was uh, totaling 195 million in loans. Already this year, Joel has closed 468 transactions for 189 million. So he's just about to surpass his last year's goals. Now, if you are looking for a loan officer, we cannot more highly recommend Joel. He's the very best we've ever worked with. Joel can be reached uh, via email at joel at rate.com. Again, joel at rate.com. Or you can shoot him a text message or call him at 773-654-2049. Guaranteed rate uh, is available in all 50 states. So let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, Joel Shaw. Hey, Joel. (laughs) Hey, DJ. Thanks so much for having me on. It's good to be here. And you're right. I mean, those numbers, when I hear them, it always, it even shocks me, but it's not about that. It's always the times that we get to come on here and give back and actually come up with real strategic ways for agents to grow their business. Yeah. It's so funny. I, I was thinking about this. We, we hit a milestone with the podcast recently. I, I think by the time this airs, we would have crossed over 300 episodes. And if, if somebody would have asked me and we're at about a million downloads, and if somebody would have asked me um, or, or if I would have thought about at the beginning when I started the podcast, well, what would it take to create 300 episodes and and to, to get that kind of uh, listenership? I would have my head would have exploded and I would have said it's not possible. And um, and it's not that I achieved anything that was uh, impossible. It's definitely possible because here we are and and you are a, 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 are also an example of that. But it's just about being consistent and and doing the daily activities. And you are maybe the best example of, of all of our guests, because every single day you are, your head is down, you are working. And here you are now, what, 18 years later, basically, mm-hmm. uh, from when you started and, um, you're just crushing it. And, um, so, you know, we, we bring Joel on every single month to talk about, yes, of course, rates and, and what's going on in the lending world, but also 
the exact strategies Joel used to become one of the top loan officers in the country is the same strategies you can use to be a top realtor or a top salesperson in, in other fields. So, um, Joel, I'm sorry, I sort of took over there at the beginning, but <laughs> but I, I love having you on because you are you are the uh, the prime example of, of the kind of person that we bring on our show, whether you're a lender or uh, a real estate agent, you're you're doing the work. Now, listeners, I want DJ's words to really stick with you. He said something there. He said consistency, right? How do you get to that level? Everybody thinks they can go start a podcast these days, and maybe they're true, but it's something to be said about somebody that can do it consistently. And so agents come to me a lot, and they say, I'd be happy just to get to 50 transactions a year, and you're doing 50 transactions every single month. What is it? What's the secret? You you. you know, there isn't one. It's about staying consistent and having this game plan going forward that you know who you are. And we talk about branding and we talk about planning, right? Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. If you're an agent, how you can already, uh, if you're not already looking ahead to 2022, you know, this is the time we're just finishing up Q3. So our team and our strategies aren't for what are we going to do in the next couple of days, weeks? It's what are we doing next year? Right. And that's how we laid the foundation for where we're at this year, making sure that we actually had a consistent brand and then we had planning for different events. You know, let's talk about branding a little bit. Um, so I know I went through recently, I, um, I volunteer with an organization outside of, of real estate and we went through a branding exercise. It actually took us six months to go through it. And we started to talk about, uh, well, ultimately after all the six months of, of discussion, we came uh, up with a, a series of about five buzzwords. And, and these buzzwords were actual feelings that we wanted people to think or feel rather when they thought about us. Uh, so this organization I was involved in, we now were able to narrow it down to sort of five key feelings or, or experiences that we wanted somebody to have. And it was so valuable uh, to me because what it enabled us to do was now we had our North Star, which was these five key things. And all of our branding and marketing now is based around, are we getting people to experience these five things? And I'm curious to sort of get your take on on how you've done that because you have done that exceptionally well all over Chicago. We create a brand and usually the biggest mistake I see people make is they come up with a brand or something that isn't authentic to them. Yeah. And it's not something that they're passionate about. Okay. So DJ, if, if you're talking every single day, people really respond to stories and things that are real, right? And if you can find something that you're actually truly passionate about, that's authentic, everything that you do can go around that. So for me, it was just something simple and it was our love for the Chicago Cubs. Okay. And it's just pretty simple when they've won the world series, right? For years, that might've been a very bad planning, right? Like the lovable losers, right? As we most of the Cubs history, that, that, that was uh, not something you could wrap around, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but, but, but here we are, I think times have changed. And you're right, but I would argue that it doesn't matter whether they're winning or losing. It's something that you could speak to authentically so that you had a vision, right? And so for us, it's all about picking an area of the city that we could dominate and really see penetration in terms of branding and marketing so that when anybody thought about the Cubs, they would see our name, right? Whenever they were going through the neighborhoods, they would see our billboards. Whenever there were listings, there were banners below it that said, just call Joel, right? So it was, you can't be something to everybody. The city's big, but we took a neighborhood 
and we started to build that. And so it was something that was really easy for me. I didn't pick um, cat lovers or, you know, something that wasn't, you know, nothing wrong with cats. I was thinking something opposite of dogs because we love our dogs, but it's about a plan and something that you can speak to authentically. So I challenge you as an agent, it's all about a brand, right? What can you do that's authentic to you that you can go out and market? And we're talking about in person and in social media, which is really big right now, DJ. It is. And it, it's, it's so what I've always so impressed Joel with you going back to the authentic sort of part of, of branding is it's got, everything's got to start from authenticity because not only will it make things smoother for you as the agent to be able to, to do certain activities and, and campaigns around, uh, around authenticity, but it will also, the public will see through anything that is inauthentic. Uh, and they do see through it oftentimes. Um, and so any, you're a great example because for authenticity, because when I know during, during the pandemic, and of course we're still in the pandemic, but when we were right in, in the middle of, of the most difficult part of it, you, and you had been doing this prior to the pandemic, you were really focused on giving. And so you were able to, uh, to demonstrate, uh, giving, uh, during a time when, when a lot of other people were, were hunkering down, you, you reached out and wanted to help other you know, organizations. And that of course is who you are. And it just, of course, if that is who you are authentically, uh, you're able to sort of promote that and show that the public, here's what I do. Here's who I am. And, um, obviously they responded well to that. So if you're a real estate agent, right, and you are looking forward, like, what can I do? There's so much competition, right? Same with lending, right? Every loan officer says we have the lowest rates. And you don't really talk and hear me say much about rates at all. We have a good program. We understand our guidelines. I'm a dork for all of the different changes. So when it comes down to something, we get things done. We understand guidelines and how to do transactions, but at the end of the day, most people don't remember the rate that they got. They remember the service and whether it got done correctly. And then the referrals come based on a brand and something that people can rely on. So the big thing here is if you're an agent, what is it that's passionate? Is it a children's group where your kids go to school? Is it a uh, dog association? Is it one of these uh, things that you can really tie yourself to and be in that community and be a giver? Okay. So everyone thinks that you have to wait till you get to give. And once you actually start giving, boy, does it come back to you? Yeah. I, I have found that to be so incredibly true. I, uh, I, I wish I would have, if I could have talked to my younger self when I was in my early twenties, where I was more self-focused, uh, I'm still pretty self-focused, but not as self-focused as I was, uh, right. when I was starting out in, in the business world. And I really didn't, uh, give as much of myself to, uh, you know, passion projects of mine or, or ways I could give back. And, and I, and, and I suffered for that in, in the sense of, I didn't uh, get to experience a lot of that joy. And also I didn't, people didn't get to see me giving back also. So uh, I would encourage everyone to, uh, to think about, you know, a particular organization or, or community event that, that is really important to you, whether it's, you know, the park down the street needs to be cleaned up or, or as Joel said, you know, whatever your passions are, dogs, uh, you know, government, whatever it may be, um, you can, you can make a difference. And by doing that, um, boy, uh, people are so attracted. It's funny. I, whenever I go to, and I do not consider myself, uh, a, a, a philanthropist, a, 
a philanthropy type style person, right. although I, I certainly am involved in, in a, several of those. But whenever people ask me about that, they're always very impressed and, and, and in the sense, because I think all of us deep down want to give more, but we, you know, we're busy. We have other things going on. So you really have to carve out time to do it. And when, when people hear that you are giving back, boy, their, their impression of you is, is certainly going to, uh, to skew towards the even more positive than it might've been before. So we talk about this a lot, right? We talk about having a database of your clients and what can you do to give to them. And so, so many people, they go, this is the year that I'm going to send out cards, right? I'm going to do all my Christmas cards this year, okay? And if if that's the plan, I say that's better than not doing something. Sure. Okay. But what if we didn't fall into the mix where you're just one of 50 other cards that somebody got? Yeah, you get this big pile of holiday cards, uh, you know, around the second or third week of December. And and as nice as it is and as appreciative of it is, things can get lost in the shuffle for sure. So for years pre-pandemic, what we would do is we would do something right around Thanksgiving and we would do pumpkins, right? We would do a pumpkin patch and we would have people out or we would send Thanksgiving gifts, right? And we would say, we're so thankful for clients like you. Happy Thanksgiving. But we avoided the major holidays and it really helped us build our brand because nobody gets a Thanksgiving card. That's right. Who sends out a gift for Halloween? Nobody does. But if you're an agent, you have a database of people and find something that's even small that you can send out to people or do a pop by with uh, pies. Do it on the days that other people aren't expecting anything and it goes a long way. So each year we do a Thanksgiving gift and we do a Valentine's Day gift. And you got to watch out because I've gotten some mad men that said Joel's gift to my wife was better than the gift that I gave her. So watch out. <laughs> yeah, I that that is so true. It is uh it's always and it's always the little things too mm-hmm. that clients appreciate. Of course, the big things are important too, but we all know in relationships with friends, family, our our, our partners, uh, um, you know, the little things are important. And so Joel saying is really important is think about, yes, of course you can, you can send a holiday card if you'd like, but think about something else. That's a little bit outside of, of, of the, what everyone else is doing. And, and just, you know, think about how you can make someone smile. Like if I received a Halloween gift, which I, probably won't this year from anyone. Oh, you will. Uh, it's coming. Well, from you, from you, I might. <laughs> That's uh, true. It, it will be the only Halloween gift I get. Will I remember that? You bet I will. Will I remember the 17th uh, holiday card I get? And I'm not, again, not to disparage anyone from selling sending holiday cards. It is a lovely gesture. But will I remember that one as much as I remember the Halloween gift that was the only one I got? Probably not, right? So make yourself known. And and it's really fun too, because then whatever you're passionate about, if you're a Halloween person and you love Halloween, then make that your thing. And think of how fun that is to like drop those gifts in the mail or drop them, as Joel said, as a pop by. Say, hey, here's a little Halloween fun decoration for your, your home. Um, you know, I, that's fun to do. And it's just good feelings all around, right? It's a win all the way around. And it wouldn't be a keeping it real if we didn't talk about mortgages and rates and some planning here so that we understand exactly what's going on in the market. Because that's one of the questions that I get asked the most. And as agents, they go, what's going on with rates, right? Where do you think they are? And they say, get your crystal ball. Or they usually say, I don't think you have a crystal ball. And I say, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) So 
mortgage rates right now, when we talk about rates, we're always talking 30-year fixed for a yep. conventional borrower with good credit and 20% down, right? That's the go-to whenever the websites are quoting these out, and they're still below 3%. We know this. You can get rates at 2.6, 2.7, 2.8, 2.9. All of those are available depending on the credit scores and the income of the borrowers, which you look back last year, they were a little bit above that. The year before, quite a bit above that. Okay. Right now, we are probably just above the all-time lows that we've ever seen when we were in the throes of the pandemic. So is it the lowest it's ever been? No, there were some weeks in the middle of 2020 where it was marginally lower, but those rates today are still available with clients that are paying points and things like that. So the strategy here is understanding where we could be in the future so that you can speak intelligently to buyers. And I'll tell you here, they're not going up. Okay. The Federal Reserve is keeping rates low until 2023. Okay. It's really, it's really impressive. I mean, we are in such a really unprecedented time with respect to lending rates. And I, I want to remind all of our listeners and our viewers that the, you know, the average homeowner or, or even person renting. So we'll say anyone who's not in the industry uh, who either owns a home or who is renting a home probably isn't paying attention to the rates. We do because we're in the industry. We know what's going on. But do we think that those people are getting called by lenders? Uh, if they're a homeowner, is their lender calling them to say, hey, great time to maybe consider refinancing or maybe upgrading to another home? Uh, are, are renters being called, prospected you know, by lenders saying, hey, maybe a great time to buy? They're probably not. So this is a great opportunity, as I see it, to pick up the phone and call everybody you know, because everybody needs to live somewhere and start to talk about, hey, we are still in amazing times with respect to lending rates. And have you had a conversation around, you know, uh, where you want to live, you know, right now? And, and of course, with with people being more uh, remote, obviously, remote working is is not going away anytime soon. People are moving. This is such a great time. So as an agent, I know agents are always thinking about, well, why should I call somebody? You know, what should I say? We just, here's a perfect example. Call them and talk about, you don't have to talk about rates itself, but talk about what's going on with rates. Joel, what do you think about that? Well, one of the things that you hit on that's perfect there is just being educational to your people, right? Yeah. And so many people do it the wrong way. Now, listen, I know people want to say, we want to buy right away because rates could be going up, right? We have yeah. that instinctual thing where we would like to close more business today than in the future. But I always feel like if you lead with fear, it's not the best way to create a long-term business plan. Right. And so we do the exact opposite. We educate and we say, whether you buy right now or six months from now, you're going to be fine because rates are going to stay low. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Okay. At least for the end of 2021 into 2022, but so many agents do the opposite and it might work for them. They might say, guys, we got to get you out to look at homes right now because rates are going to go up. It's not really true. 
It's not necessarily the case. So I always want to be honest. You want to lead with advice that's truthful. And right now you're hearing it from me. The feds are not going to raise rates until 2023. Does that mean that it's going to stay this low? Maybe not. It could be a little bit higher, a little bit lower. But what we're worried about is, are these rates going to go back up to four or five or 6%? And here's my hot take. No, we will see rates all of this year and even next year that have either a two or a three handle on them. So a little bit below three, a little bit above three, even if rates leveled out at the end of next year around three and a half percent for a 30 year fixed, it's still lower than 98% of all mortgages that were created before 2018. Unbelievable. Isn't that something? Now, for everyone listening, what if you just listened back to what Joel just said, and you took some notes, and you called everybody you know and said, hey, I was just listening to a podcast with a lender who was giving some suggestions about how to think about rates that are coming up and have a a very, you know, informational conversation and say, I just wanted to give you an update on, on what I'm hearing in the industry. That imagine if if your buyer or your seller got that phone call. Um, they say, Hey, I was just calling. I, I was just listening. I wanted to give you guys an update on rates. Here's what's going on. Would they find that interesting? Maybe, or maybe not, but at the very least, they'd be appreciative that you thought about them. You're not asking for a sale. You're not asking for a referral. Mm-hmm. You're giving information. You're so and, right, DJ. Oh yeah. yeah you're I, right. I mean, if I was an, if I was a producing agent, I would literally just take notes from everything you just said. And I would call everybody I know and say, hey, just a quick little market update. Just want to let you know what's going on with rates, lending update rather. And uh, just was thinking about you. Have a great day. That's all I would do. And it would it would be so well received because nobody's doing that. And to add one more thing to that here to wrap up on this is that most of your competition is doing it differently. They're selling yeah. fear. They're, they don't yeah. know. They're not taking the time to tune into great podcasts like yours, DJ, that bring on information and experts to talk. So when they call, what they're focused on is getting that deal done right now. And if that's you right now, that's okay. But to really build it to that next level, you don't necessarily care where your client's buying in six weeks or six months, they're going to come back to you because you were honest and you were helpful and you weren't pushy and you were creating value and you were educating them versus the other people that are trying to push and push just to get the sale done. We'll take the sales when they come and those will result in a lot more referrals. So not just closing a transaction, you guys, closing it with empathy and education so that they want to go and tell people, I got the agent. I know that there's a lot of agents that you might know. Call my guy or girl. She really took care of me. And that's the difference. For everyone listening, I want you to think about the lender. If you're a real estate agent that you're currently working with, are they giving you that's the same sort of information and the same sort of encouragement and long-term vision and strategy that Joel is providing? And if the answer is, Hmm, not really. You know, we don't really have that kind of relationship. You may want to consider partnering up with Joel because he is, of course, uh, able to do this with lots of different uh, uh, agents out there and also 
anyone who's interested in, in buying a home, of course, Joel and his team would love to speak to them as well. But Joel does partner with agents and the information he's giving us is the same information he gives all the agents he works with. This is what he does. This is no different than how he spends the rest of his day. I know because I am also a client of Joel's. This is the exact conversation I had with Joel without microphones when I was buying my condo uh, earlier this year. And guess what? How awesome is that? Do you want somebody who can provide that sort of education? The answer, of course, is yes. And if you're not currently getting that and you do want to look at a lender who's able to give you that level of service, Joel, uh, what's the best way someone should reach out to you? Yeah, and it happens quite a bit, DJ. Uh, people actually call directly, 773-654-2049. You can even test me on weekends. Okay. The idea here, and you don't know this yet, but before we go, this week we had a client closing here from somebody who tuned into the podcast back in February, who was a realtor, who was moving out of state and just this week closed, and they were so thankful that they got connected, and uh, so they were out of state, and now they moved to our state. And it's one of those things where you're really, truly giving back and adding value. Um, yeah, we're absolutely able to help uh, agents, not just with their own clients, but on their own transactions. Well, that is, I am, I did not know that. So thank you for, for sharing that it really warms my heart to think that uh, I was able to, through the magic of uh, this, this little show that we do was able to uh, connect you with, with uh, another agent who needed your services. So for everyone else out there, if you're not getting that attention from the lender that you partner with, consider working with Joel and guaranteed rate. Uh, you're probably familiar with guaranteed rate. They're amazing. They're great. Um, I have used them and I have referred many clients to Joel and he has just always taken unbelievable care of them, which is no surprise because of how successful he is. So definitely reach out to him. You can reach him on email, which is joel at rate.com or uh, via his uh, phone, text or email, sorry, text or calling, which is 773-654-2049. Joel, thank you once again for being on the show. As always, gosh, you've been with us for years and years always providing great value, always telling our, our audience what they need to hear and what and and showing up consistently like like you do for all of your clients. We're we're so thrilled to have you as a partner. I want to ask everyone before you sign off, just please do help us do one thing which is tell a friend. Think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing this kind of information about branding from Joel, and send them a link to our podcast. Send them over to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com, or just have them pull up a podcast app, search for Keeping It Real, and hit that subscribe button. And uh, Joel, thank you so much once again, and we will see everybody on the next episode. Remember to be authentic and remember to be passionate and go out there and get it, everybody. Thanks, DJ. Appreciate you.